well, should we give everyone an update on the Dr. Pepper beans? Oh, oh my God. No. <laughs> They're bad. We tried them and I don't like uh, them. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Harisha's anti. I like them, but I'm Ooh. not going to seek them out again. Like, well, one, because I know that he doesn't like them. But two, like, if somebody were to be like, well, I guess I have these Dr. Pepper things. <laughs> beans. Do you want them? I'd be like, yeah, sure. But like, I won't buy them again. They were fine, but... Like it's the kind We're of baked bean. Sweet. It too tastes sweet. it tastes like the best I can describe it is like when you go to like some sort of barbecue or cookout or something where I'm from, that tastes like the kind of quote homemade baked beans that would be served to you because mm. they do shit like that. Like put Dr. Pepper or Coke. I think Coke and baked beans is pretty common. Um too sweet. So I don't like, like it. <laughs> they were really sweet. Here's my hot take. Beans shouldn't be sweet. <laughs> I think I think baked beans are good. Baked beans are delicious. And I do. Oh, go ahead. Beans on toast from Frank. Frank, uh, what's his name? No. What? From Agent Cody Banks to Destination London, where where he gets mind controlled and he's like beans on toast. Weird. <laughs> That's good. Beans on toast is good. I like that you said beans on toast like Agent Cody Banks and not just the UK. <laughs> well, that's the first time I heard about that. <laughs> Asian Cody Panks too. Destination London. Oh my god, it's a great film. That's that's a good series. And that's what we watched today. I'm a beans on toast supporter as well. If the beans are savory, as beans should be. Oh no, baked beans on toast. Baked beans. I know. I know what British people eat. It's disgusting. And it's good. It's tasty. I'm trying to think of another sweet bean. What were you saying before we talked about? Agent Cody Banks. I don't remember. But now <laughs> yeah. I'm I have been to London and like had English breakfast and the only thing I didn't eat was the baked beans. That's the best part. I fantasize I about that. I that's like I wish I could just regularly eat beans for breakfast. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That's why we used to. <laughs> we did? When we were on oh our yeah, diet, we, did, we would yeah. eat like black beans for breakfast that's every fine. day. But yeah. baked beans. Baked beans. <laughs> Too much sugar in the morning. <laughs> beans shouldn't be sweet. <laughs> I do like in Knives Out, though, where he says, sweet beans. <laughs> I like that. That's the only good sweet beans. Um, fuck. I hate it. What about vanilla beans? That's not That's not the same. That's like a pod. I'm going to quit this podcast. <laughs> okay. We've talked enough about beans, and now I'm thinking about... Here's where I was going. We're talking about beans, and I'm like, you know what I want right now? Because I've been thinking about it for two weeks. Cuban food. (laughs) Oh, my God. Not again. Not again. Black beans, rice, some ropa vieja, some plantains. Yeah. (laughs) When Molly's thinking about Cuban food, that's the only goal. It's like... And the thing, the thing is, when I really want something, I don't get it right away. I've wanted a lobster roll for like four months, and I haven't <laughs> gone out and gotten one. I'm just going to keep talking about it. But when you do, boy, is it going to be great. Did Sweet. you know in Maine, uh, or like up in that area, th- they have like lobster rolls at McDonald's? That's not surprising, that actually. Rules. Yeah. I bet they're middle of the road. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's a regional <laughs> regional Cuisine. McDonald's. Maybe I'll get a lobster roll this week. You deserve it. I do. I've had a hard life. You deserve a lobster roll. Everyone deserves a lobster roll. 
Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a lobster roll. Me neither. I've had it once, and it was like blander than I expected. Not so buttery and herby. I feel that's what I, I feel know. like it should be. I also ones. got it like delivered from like a random place. Yeah, Columbus, that probably wasn't so high quality. The ones at Costa Loca, like we did the bread for them for a little bit, and um. I was dropping it off, and that's what started it. Mm. I was like, in the line was really long, and I still had work to do. But I was thinking about that lobster roll. Nice. I'd eat one. I I don't mind lobster. I don't love it, but I'd eat a lobster roll. I like it, but I don't like. I won't eat crab. I don't like crab either. <sighs> Too much work, and also just something's wrong about that. Like something's something's wrong something's with it. Something's do you like crab, Harish? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like. Any crab that I eat is imitation crab. Yeah, so I, I do eat I've imitation ever had crab. Real crab. I don't eat imitation it. crab's just fish, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I like imitation crab. I do like shrimp. Cause I like it in sushi. Oh yeah. <laughs> we shrimp people. I don't yep. love. I, I don't love shrimp. I never like. I'll eat like two shrimps, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. What? When we went to Never Ending Shrimp that one oh, time. Oh, God. Okay, that, that was bad. That was, like, my nightmare. I ate, like, <laughs> one play, plate of shrimp, and I got the fettuccine, and I was like, I'll just eat this instead of eating the shrimp. I just won't eat the shrimp. But then the fettuccine was so fucking gross. It was gluey. Oh, yeah, it, was it was so awful. gluey. It I had like a pace. miserable time. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> shrimp was the best part of the fettuccine. That shrimp was so bad. <laughs> I'm going to say, that's, like, the, the company for that meal was great. That is one of the worst meals I've ever had in my <laughs> life. Great experience. Glad. I'm so happy we did it as a collective but like i just harish that was the best night of his goddamn life i I had some leftovers the next day yeah he brought some home and ate it and i was disgusted for context listeners a couple years ago our whole friend group went out to um red lobsters endless shrimp yeah and it was it was a scene and tensions were running high and then everyone had a different opinion about how that night went yeah like we just nobody left okay but then everyone (laughs) some people were like i loved it and other people were like i'm never eating shrimp ever again in my life and then honestly when they call it endless too it truly is like fucking endless we had at the end of the thing we had barely like we had kept ordering rounds but they kept bringing more each time like the amount that they bring (laughs) out was more (laughs) and that's the opposite of what's supposed to happen they're supposed to start like skimming it off yeah and by the end of the meal there were i think there were like we had like a hundred shrimps oh, yeah. on the table easily. easily at the, we all counted our leftovers and Ugh. there was like a hundred shrimps on the table. And, but we were all so stuffed like that's, they just kept forcing it down. Us. And here's wow. the thing. The shrimp weren't that no. good. Oh God. They were rubber. <laughs> um, so it was pretty rough. Harish loved it. Yep. <laughs> Would I go again in a heartbeat? No. Me too. I can't. Gots to see it through. And today's movie is The Blob. Speaking of how I felt after that night. <laughs> oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... And welcome to Tipsy Care. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about, like, food for 
20 minutes. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast about horror movies and drinking if you want to. Yeah. And I'm Harish. I'm Sam. And I'm Molly. And today we watched The Blob. It's a continuation of our theme <laughs> for the month, which is 80s movies that are remakes of of uh, 50s, 50s movies. movies that start with the word the <laughs> that have two <laughs> words in the title. Yeah. We didn't realize it was a, like we were going to do this as a theme. It was And we, also like they're all body horror kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. This is a really good run actually. Yeah. Like yeah. great job guys. What were you going to say that we didn't realize that we were going to do this and Yeah. Then... We wanted to watch the thing for Sam's like birthday pick. Yeah. yeah. And we were watching the thing and we we're like we should watch The Fly and then we were like wait a minute. We should watch another <laughs> the movie. Yeah. And so we picked The Blob because it was like we realized that the these things were theme. all connected in yeah. that way. And it's also the return of Tipsy yeah. Terror, so nah. <laughs> you thought we were done with theme months. Nope. <laughs> that just makes it worse. Like, I think when we discover a theme is when we become more motivated. To yeah, do the and then when we don't have a theme, we're like, oh, we can't pick a movie. Guess we can skip this week. All right. Yeah. What, what you going to do? But yeah, this has been a fun. It's like they're all different films but very similar films and it's interesting that they came yeah. out all like very close together mm-hmm. because they all thematic thematically like had a lot of similarities i'm a little worried that we're gonna be comparing this one to the other two a little more than we were doing that with the other two but mm. it, it'll, it'll be fine but yeah we watched the blob it's exactly what it sounds like in the title, um, it's, it's about a big blob. It's a blob. It's a blob. The blob is very different than I thought it was, though, Same. because the only imagery I've ever seen of the blob was, um, uh, I've seen the trailer for the '50s one because it's in Greece, and I've seen Greece like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. And in the trailer, the blob looks like tar, and so I thought that that's what the blob in this was gonna look like. And then it started; it was pink, and I was shocked. Pink. Yeah, it's like bubble gum. Yeah, it, it's so bright. I knew it was paint going in, but I yeah, also just thought it was kind of like a lump. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it, really, it, it does a lot more than lump around. Yeah, yeah it, it does really does. Yeah. I've also, like, I didn't, like, really know what the movie was about going in. Right. Um, I assumed it was a blob going around killing people. Yeah. I was right. But I didn't know how gross it would be. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a lot grosser than I expected, I thought too. this was going to be really corny, and it was mm-hmm. not. Yeah. It was very good. I think... At first, when it started, I was like, oh, I don't know about this movie. Like, I'm feeling a little, like, this seems a little too, um, like, classically corny 80s. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But then I kept remembering that Quinn is, like, always talking about how good both of the blobs are. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, does Quinn just have, like, not good judgment on this one? But then, like, there was a, s- a specific turn in the movie all of a sudden got, like, really fucking good. Yeah. But we have to stop talking about Quinn on the podcast. I know. I don't yeah. mean no. to bring Quinn up all the time. We shouldn't. But he it's just going to get to his head about yeah. how he's brought up so much on the pod. It's a good bit, actually. <laughs> but yeah, that's like part of my motivation to watch this. is because Quinn's always talking about how good it is. Yeah. Um, this movie is directed by Chuck Russell, um, who also directed The Mask. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait a minute. The Jim Carrey the mask. Yep. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 
That rules. And he directed uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Oh, <gasps> he did Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors? Yeah. That's my favorite one. Wow. Stop. He also wrote it. <gasps> wait, wait. He wrote it? He wrote this it is, and directed have it. Have you seen this? <laughs> no, we haven't seen it. This is the one where he's like, he, Freddy turns into the TV, smashes a girl's face into it and says, welcome to prime time, bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> the best. It's the best. Wow. Oh my God. I put that movie on a couple days ago when I had the TV to myself at home. Oh my God. It, it fucking <laughs> rules. What a choice. It, oh, it's such a good movie. Wow. That might be my yeah. birthday pick. So that's, <laughs> I'm fine with that. It's so bad. It's like that movie has four writers. It's Wes Craven, <gasps> Bruce Wagner, and then the two writers of this movie, Chuck Russell and Frank Darabont. God, that rules so hard. So clearly they're talented. <laughs> yeah. They they've got what it takes. Well, Frank Darabont, who is one of the writer the writer the other writer other than the director on this movie, you might recognize from being the director of Shawshank Redemption. What? Yeah. And the mist. Wait, the oh, I thought that when I thought of the mist, I thought the fog, and I was like, wait, that's yeah, not right. Shawshank Redemption, the best movie ever made according to IMDb. I still haven't seen it. It's good. It's good. It's a good movie. Good movie. He always keeps telling me I'm gonna watch it eventually. Oh, he also it's, gone around. To it's it definitely it, like you. It's one because sometimes I have a hard time when I'm like, oh, this is just like one of those Oscar dramas. Like I don't know if I really feel like watching this right now. It's kind. It's like that, but it's like it's more compelling than yeah. others. It's it's good. Wait. Yeah, H- it's good. Harish, what were you gonna say? Uh, he also he also wrote um the fly too. <gasps> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so many connections. Wow, he's connected. This is a great time for me to bring up the bit that I <laughs> remember. <laughs> um. So last week we were talking about um, the baby in the fly. Um, oh, yeah. How it's Brundle. He got this woman pregnant. And I really realized that we missed the opportunity to say um, it, the baby would be a Brundle of joy. <laughs> and um, Truly missed out. I did. We, 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 we really should have gotten there. <laughs> yeah. I was disappointed in myself. But it was a good bit. Good bit. <laughs> Do we want to do some? Oh, I have a couple trivia effects. Yeah, go um, ahead. And then, do you want to do letterbox segments? Sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, the bit involving the teen who bought condoms at the pharmacy only to discover the girl's father was the pharmacist was based on a real event from Chuck Russell's high school years. Oh wow. my god. <laughs> and then the other one I thought was interesting. Um, the film had a nineteen million dollar a budget, and a uh, nine million of it went to the visual effects. Nice. I would. Yeah. Good. This vi- kudos to this team, man, because those effects were great. Yeah. And I can tell that they spent nine million dollars of their budget on it because they, it really made the movie. Yeah. So should we do the letterbox segment? Yeah. So this is a segment where I find letterbox reviews and I read them, and you have to guess how many stars each review has. This yeah. one I will say was really hard. A lot, like I would say, about ninety percent of the reviews were like very serious or long, right. and I didn't want to read them. <laughs> um, I usually try and just pick funny ones and silly ones. Right. Um, so starting out, we have very blobby, uh, two and a half stars, three stars, two and a half. Nice Damn. job. Nice. Um, when a man gets too much of the good goop, he must be dissolved in the bad goop. Okay. What? What's I the don't good know. goop? I don't know. What a weird review <laughs> of three and a half. 
three and a half. It's called three, and then the little, you know how you can, like, write tags for your reviews? Yeah. You wrote, fuck them kids. <laughs> oh my god, that kid got killed, that's why. So weird. Yeah, but what is, what is the good coop? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's just a weird review. Um... And to think, all of this could have been avoided if we had universal health care. That's true. Um, <laughs> uh, four stars. Three stars. Harish, it's four <laughs> stars. Oh my god. You're on a roll. Why didn't Criterion release this blob movie? Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Yep. Um... <laughs> you put me in a room with the blob. Only one of us is crawling out alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, Three and a half stars. Two and a half stars. Four and a half. Oh, Ooh, wow. Um, R.I.P. to that strawberry jelly. Saddest death in the entire movie. You will be missed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, four stars. Three stars. One and a half. Damn. Oh. They didn't like it. Um, I, f- I kind of feel like this and Twin Peaks exist in the same universe. <laughs> uh, three and a half. Four stars. Three. Damn. That, I agree with that statement. Um, he is goo. <laughs> he is goo. Five stars. Three stars. Three stars. Nice job, Sam. Um, Don't trust your government, kids. Trust your local punk instead. Four and a half stars. Four stars. Four stars. You're both doing great. 10 out of 10 perfect movie, but mostly because I was planning a lesbian remake in my head while watching. Five stars. stars. (laughs) Yeah, it's a five star movie. I just thought that was funny. Um, All right. I have some more. Sorry. I'm like trying to delete this. And also I do it in order of like review. So Mm -hmm. like I scroll back and forth a lot. Um, So it's not like, I don't know. Okay, here we go. Lots of goo and slime, but not enough ooze. <laughs> Three and a half. There wasn't enough. Three and a half. Four and a half. Damn. They liked it. All right. Shame it wasn't ribbed for the viewer's pleasure. Mm. One star. Two stars. One star. They didn't like it. The blub fucked my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half stars. Three. Um, My wheel that I spin to interpret 80s movies that just says, it's about AIDS, or it's about neoliberalism, is broken. So I'm just going to say it's about blob. (laughs) Four stars. No, 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 no. Three stars. Four stars. Three stars. Nice job. Um, I'm not elaborating on how, but this is a Christmas movie. It is. Four stars. Three stars. Five stars. They liked it. Um, All right. Last one. Someone saw The Thing, 1982. (laughs) Three Three stars. It's four stars. But somebody commented on the review. They probably saw The Fly, 1986 as well. What What year is this? Um, 1988. Wow. Wow. So I just thought that one was fun. That really tied it all together. Talked about incredible yeah. great job i don't know who won but you're both winners in my eyes hella yeah right. harish probably won that one it feels like i don't know so the blob are you good that's just how my body works <laughs> so the blob 
the the blob. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what happens in this movie is there's a meteorite that crashes down at the beginning. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's like <laughs> at least twenty minutes into the movie. Yeah. There's a lot of like zany antics at the beginning. It starts right, like a high well, school football game. We yeah. gotta be introduced to all the characters. So there's the jock. There's two jocks. There's two jocks, but I was talking about like the main one. Yeah. Paul, who's the good jock. He's like good. And he's like this goody goody kind of guy. And yeah. Total hero energy right here. And there's Steve. Mm-hmm. And Paul has a girlfriend named Meg. Well, she's a cheerleader and he asks her out yeah. at the football game when he gets knocked over the drinks table. And he he's, he's had his eye on her for a while. Yeah. yeah. And the other jock, I don't remember his name, but he's Steve. a shit. Steve is kind of a shit. Yeah. So... Well, the football game's going on. There's so, like the whole town's there. It's a big event, except for one person, the bad boy of the group, and his <laughs> name is Flag. Flag. <laughs> Brian Flag, but they all call him Flag. Flag. And he is riding his motorcycle out in the woods, trying to do trying this to, bitch and jump. Trying to jump a broken bridge. Doesn't make it, but um. This random guy who lives in the woods yeah. is there. This like hermit, I guess, with a dog yeah. makes fun of him. <laughs> And so, um, it's after the football game, right? The whole town's out celebrating, um, and the two jocks are at, like, the pharmacy. Yeah. Like, convenience store kind of thing. It's and a great scene. Steve, a shit, is, like, up to buy condoms because he's trying to, like, hook up with this girl. And he walks up to the pharmacist and is, like, trying to buy them. But a reverend comes up and starts talking to Steve. Yeah, and he's and like, oh, you've been missing. We haven't seen you in a few weeks. Um... And then, yeah. Sorry, um, do you guys have like a Tylenol? Uh, yeah. I'm do you so want sorry. Tylenol or ibuprofen? Do you have like Excedrin? We don't have Excedrin. Can I do Tylenol? Tylenol, please? thank you. I'm sorry. Um. So uh, yeah. So Steve is buying condoms. Yeah. And the reverend comes up, and it's kind of like awkward because he's buying like condoms right. in front of a reverend. And so the pharmacist is also kind of giving him the eye as he like grabs the condoms for him. He asks him if he wants regular or ribbed. Right. And he goes ribbed. Ribbed, I guess. And then um he says, "Sorry, they're for my friend over there." Pointing at Paul, who's just like buying magazines, and he's, he's just, like yeah. a like innocent guy. Yeah. Um. And so Steve goes, "Oh, they're for my friend over there." And Paul, with like the most unfortunate time ever, says, "Timing ever," says, "Um." As he's like just oblivious Her- to what's happening. Hey man, hurry up. I like don't want to keep, keep this, this girl, girl waiting. waiting. Yeah. And so the pharmacist and the reverend overhear this and right. they're like, Oh my god, that boy's a dog. Yeah. And they give the condoms to Steve and then Steve and Paul leave. And right. while this is all happening, meanwhile, um the hermit guy out in the woods sees like a meteor fall to earth and he goes to inspect it and sees there's this pink goo. So, yeah. Paul picks up Meg from the date and she's like, "Hey, do you want to meet my dad?" Yeah. And um oh, thank you so much. Um he they go in to meet the dad and the dad's sitting in the chair and he um yes, please. Sorry, everyone. Um I have a migraine or I'm about to have a migraine. Um Um yeah, the dad's so in the chair and he it's like <laughs> it's right, the ahead. pharmacist and he says ribbed because <laughs> <laughs> like earlier with the condoms they got the ribbed ones and he had been assuming that this paul guy was the one and so now he thinks paul yeah and his daughter or 
you know. Yeah, he thinks Paul's trying to screw his fuck his daughter. Um, so he goes ribbed, and it's that's a perfect scene. <laughs> it's a good joke because Paul doesn't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. So then we get to see in the woods this guy, the hermit. Um. He like goes and like pokes at the at the meteorite with a stick, and there's like this pink fluid inside there, and then it jumps onto his hand. Um. Also, uh what's his name um flag flag yeah flag is like fixing his motorcycle in the woods at this time <laughs> you know guy, why you do that the guy. he had gotten some supplies from like the local mechanic yeah oh and also like while all this was happening before there's like a waitress at a local diner and a right. cop at the local diner and they're kind of flirting and having a thing mm-hmm. yeah and the local diner is like a hangout and the cop as he's leaving sees flag and like kind of Indicates to the viewer that surprise the motorcycle leather jacket wearing guy is like <laughs> the juvie kid of the town delinquent. Yeah. yeah, so Flag goes to a mechanic and gets like stuff to fix his motorcycle, and the mechanic says something. It's like a ski town in Colorado. Yeah, but it's kind of like a failing ski town. They haven't had a lot of snow. And Flag's like, I don't know, like this town's not going to hang on for much longer if it doesn't snow. And the mechanic's right. like, I think this year's going to be different. <laughs> And so, uh, so Flag at this point is in the woods, just fixing his bike, minding his own business. And then this hermit comes up to him and chops with this hermit with his own axe is chopping his own hand off. He's trying to cut off the blob hand. Um, and Flag's like, yo, dude, chill out. And then like throws the axe away. And then the guy, um, runs away right yeah he, yeah he runs away and flag starts chasing him flag chases him so we cut to paul and meg in the car they're driving away and they're like aha the, what a funny misunderstanding with your dad um and then the, the the hermit guy runs out of the woods and like they they like hit him with the, with their car um the guy's not having a good time in this movie yeah no. uh, poor dog and uh and flag is chasing him and so they're like what did you do to him um so they they take the dude to the hospital and there's this standoff with paul and flag and paul's like you better come with me or whatever get over here (laughs) yeah (laughs) um, sorry he's being the good guy so they all go to the hospital and they go up to the desk and they're like you need to help this man he's in trouble and she's like, does he have Blue Cross? It, first Classic. question, immediately asking about insurance. Some some great social commentary. Mm-hmm. As mentioned. I love a horror movie with a message. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and this one has it, and it's Blob. Yeah, so, so the doctor's with uh, a patient or something. So they're like, put him in room three. And the doctor, we should note, is um Jack Nance, who... um plays both Eraserhead and also um, the guy who works at the mill in Twin Peaks. Yeah. He rules. Yeah, nice little little <laughs> small uh, little cameo. But yeah, so the doctor's like ignoring the guy and just in his office with another patient or something. And um, is it what's her name? Eve? No. What is her Meg? name? Meg. Meg. Meg is the one who goes back, right? Or is it? No, no, no. Paul notices. 
Paul is just like going. He goes back to buy something from a vending machine, and then he looks in the room with the mm-hmm. with the hermit guy, um, and he notices like there's some movement under the blanket. Um, so he goes and checks checks it out, uh, and the like blanket is moving. Um, but the guy's facing the other direction and then his head turns and his eyes are like all white, like just the whites of his eyes. Mm -hmm. Very creepy. It looks terrifying. And he sees something kind of like moving in his neck or something like something, maybe a little lumpy. Yeah. So he goes, runs to the doctor and is like, doctor, this man's dying. Help. And so the doctor goes and then like pulls away the blanket and, his body's like gone yeah half of his body is just gone um so uh paul runs to the office to uh call the sheriff he calls the sheriff's office and is like send the sheriff a man's dying or something um and then he looks up and the blob is above him and it falls on top of him and this is really when, like, to me, this is, like, when the movie, like, really got good. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just, it goes zero to 100 right here. So, they did. This is kind of a bait and switch, right? Like, mm-hmm. if Paul gets attacked and killed by the blob at this point in the movie. Yeah. Like, he's set up to kind of be, like. The hero. The hero of the movie. But that's going to, like, end up changing. Um, Apparently, like, Steve McQueen was in the original yeah. movie. So, they were kind of trying to make. Paul look like the Steve McQueen really type, that's interesting I didn't know that but then they were like no flag is like the Steve McQueen type but the real nice. Steve McQueen type is Meg yeah like wow also Steve McQueen call me really have you seen you've seen the original Thomas Crown Affair yeah he yeah. scares me <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> it's valid that's fine he just scares me Every so often, I look and see if the Steve McQueen personal sunglasses are anywhere for pretty cheap. Like, the sunglasses he wears in the movie, they're, mm-hmm. like, really expensive. Oh, um, wow. And I want a pair so bad, but, like, I would never spend the money on something like that. But it's nice to look. Yeah. Anyways, if anyone out there wants to buy me the Steve McQueen edition personal sunglasses, um, you're welcome to. And with that, um, <laughs> yeah, Steve McQueen was in the original. Andy's hot. Um, so... So Meg notices yeah, sorry. Um, she like comes in to check up on Paul and then we see Paul just being absorbed by the blob. It is and grotesque. He looks sick. It's yeah. like the effect in the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie where Freddy like peeks through the wall and it's like latexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that but more translucent and gelatiny. He's like it's like he's covered in like a slime wall. He's like trying to break through yeah. it looks and his face is all distorted. Right. He, it's like he's screaming, but also his face is like like your traditional like scary face, like scary um <laughs> screaming face. Mm-hmm. Uh that's what his face looks like and like it's through basically like this little film of pink pink slime oh and God. it's so it's good. It's so gross. Uh and then like he, he like dissolves, right? Doesn't he? Yeah, like, the blob, like, disintegrates people. Yeah, it's so creepy. I was reading also, like, in the trivia, like, I skimmed over it, but the blob's basically just, like, a stomach, but, like, an inside-out stomach where all the acid oh. and dissolving stuff is, like, on the outside. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It is, because it, it, it's got, like, that pink, ugh, gross. Yeah, yeah. It's, the the scene is so good. Like, the effects are so good. Yeah. Um, But at this point, we cut to scumbag steve oh god 
um, who is uh, drinking with this girl, like just parked. And then he goes to get more drinks and she passes out. So classic scumbag Steve decides to, he just like has this little weird conversation and then like unbuttons her uh, shirt. But when he went to go check on, Oh my God. When he went to go get the drinks, uh, in the woods we heard slimy gurgling the slimy, slimy gurgling, gurgling the well-known slimy gurgling effect yeah every time the blob shows up the little caption um for the sound effect read slimy gurgling it was cool. great description <laughs> it's exactly what it is like a spade, yeah. a spade. <laughs> the slimy gurgling um there's some slimy gurgling in the grass but um we don't really see what happens with Mm-mm. that until uh steve decides to grab this girl's boob and then it grabs him back (laughs) and then a little tentacle of slime comes out and like grabs his arm and pulls him in and And the girl like turns over and like implodes yeah her her face like splits open and it's the blob and then it sucks him up too yep and you're like, yes. Hell yeah, he deserved it. She had to die. Sad sucks. But you know, Many had to die for the Lots blob. Lots of people, innocent victims. <laughs> of the blob. But, but there was one guilty victim. Yeah. It kind of rules that he got <laughs> murdered. Um, so, yeah. So, nobody believes that Meg, when she says that Paul got absorbed by, by a, a blob. giant blob. <laughs> I mean, shocker. <laughs> so, everyone thinks that Paul has gone missing now. And they also, like... Uh, are interrogating Flag, thinking he's the culprit because the cops are. Of course, you blame the usual suspect. Um, and <laughs> he licks the the cop when the oh cops yelling at him. The cops like he, getting in his face about something, and Flag just like straight up fucking licks this guy. Right, <laughs> it rolls. Flag's so it's cool. Funny. And then that's when we noticed <laughs> his <gasps> earring. Oh, oh, this is huge. Talk about the earring <laughs> Um, Yeah, he has a little stud in his left ear. It's just like we we all kind of were just like, it was just a good moment because we were all like, yeah, okay, we're, he's really pivoting in our eyes. It's like, oh, he's got hero potential. And then he just turns and just flashes that little stud. We were all like, wait a minute. But it was it was the left ear. The we left had to ear. have, so we had to have another conversation again about which ear is the gay ear. <laughs> And it was sadly not. It was his left. But we almost had it. We almost had a gay ear, folks. Every ear we've seen. it. I don't know if any of them have been the gay because ear. Because they know. They can't have us thinking their characters are gay. I would kill for a character to have a gay ear piercing. I'm sure we'll mm. stumble upon one. I think that'd be a cute little tattoo. Like a um, a right ear with an earring in it. <laughs> the gay <laughs> like ear? Stud. Yeah. <laughs> The gay ear. Yeah. What yeah. is that? Why? Why is it the gay ear? I'm sure there's a history behind it. I can't Google this again. I'm not going to. <laughs> I've probably Googled the gay ear 50 times <laughs> since we've started this podcast. Are you on the gay ear Wikipedia? No, I'm on the earring Wikipedia, Just which also talks about the gay ear. We should do Wikipedia speed run, um, like something to the gay ear. <laughs> Yeah. Um anyway. <laughs> Anyways, um they eventually let this guy go. 
And um, he goes to the diner to get some food because it's been a long night for him. Yeah. And Meg has been, like, following him. Because mm-hmm. they both witnessed something horrific, and they're the only two that, like, know and believe each other. Um, so she comes into the diner, too, and they sit and argue a bit and talk and have some food. And I don't remember what they talk about, but it doesn't matter because in the kitchen... The woman's, like, closing up for the night. Yeah. And, um, well, um, Meg is trying to get uh, him to support her because, like, nobody believes her. Yeah. Um, her parents don't believe her. Um, uh, but, yeah. So, in the kitchen, the woman is just cleaning up because the diner is technically closed. Um, and there's, like, something blocking the drain in the sink. So oh, she's like, okay. Gets the plunger. Um, guess I'll plunge it. And then uh, it's not working. So she, this, the other guy who's like the cook, I guess, is like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll plunge it. So she leaves. Um, and then he starts plunging it. And then <laughs> um, he like reaches in. Yeah, oh, my God. He decides oh to my reach God. in. Oh, my God. I hate he, this shit. He pulls out his hand and it's got like pink goo on it. And he's like, ew. Yeah. And then does it shoot up? It shoots up, it grabs him and then pulls him into, into the, the drain. drain and his like head like compresses and he just like gets like flattened into the drain. And it's like I, you know, if it just his head went in, it's like, okay, yeah, I could see how they could like somehow do that. But no, it drags his entire body yeah. through the drain through. into the pipe. And you see like the pipe gets slightly bigger. But like not human size bigger, well, so you're made to. It's but I don't think him, it dissolves yeah, them that fast. I, I mean, maybe do it does. If, yeah. the blob, if the blob really wants to dissolve you, it's gonna fucking dissolve mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So yeah, he gets sucked into the pipe. Yeah, and then uh, the the other people in the diner notice yeah. this, and they start freaking out, and then we, like. There's also like blood, like f- sp- like blowing, exploding onto the ceiling and stuff. Um, but they just watch, and then he gets completely sucked in, and then the blob like shoots up, shoots out of the uh, drain, and then starts chasing them. It's so cool how it yeah. like shoots up, and this is like where I realized that the blob doesn't look at all like what I thought it would. Mm-hmm. It's much more like. <laughs> formed and not yeah. as like gelatinous right mm-hmm. yeah it kind of like it is able to move it's kind of like chewing gum yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it also sometimes it reminded me of like a tongue it was like mm-hmm. weird and veiny mm-hmm. and when stuff it would, like, lick under the door yeah. yeah so paul and meg hide in the walk-in freezer and the waitress who i her name escapes me i keep like, wanting to call her norma but that's just because of twin peaks <laughs> she like tries to use the phone in the diner maybe not actually she tries to use the phone she goes and finds a telephone booth outside right is trying to call the cops it's like freaking out because the blob's chasing them and the blob like corners um paul and meg not paul flag and, flag meg, and meg in the um freezer and it licks under the door but it retreats and you're yeah. like right. mm. so it does not like it the doesn't cold like the cold that might be helpful later and so the blob eventually starts to go after the waitress and she is like trying to call the cops or like the special cop that like you know yeah yeah who's the sheriff the sheriff and like some lady picks up at the station and she's like where's officer so-and-so and And she's like oh he went down to the diner and at that moment the blob is like the blob has been like covering the phone book phone booth from the outside yeah Mm -hmm. um like it, it starts leaking from the top 
Um, and then it slowly just covers the whole thing and starts pushing in. But then, so right when she hears that the sheriff has come to the diner, she looks outside and ah, uh, the fucking sheriff's body is inside like his the blob. Face is half burnt off, and he's like, yeah, melting in terror. Ugh. It's so gross, that and so she rules. freaks out. And then the phone booth implodes because the blob sucks it all up. Yeah, and she did. And yeah, she dies. So at this point, oh, we also did we we forgot to mention that um, the brothers Meg's younger brother yeah. uh, w- was introduced like in the scene when with uh, the Paul most meets jackass little best friend I've ever yeah seen yellow in shirt a movie. kid. There's this kid with a yellow shirt who loves listening to music while he's watching a movie in the theater, and he also tells the mom that they're going to watch a horror movie and uh, like it has a lot of. Uh, um killing and murder yeah and the mom's immediately like um no, no and then the kid's can't. like what you damn it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyways the kids lie to, bo- to their moms and sneak out and they go to the movie because the yellow shirt kid's brother is an usher there and can get them in right so now we cut to the movie uh and they're <laughs> they're watching basically like a parody of uh friday the 13th mm-hmm. it's this guy in a hockey mask who kills horny teens um but uh, we cut to the projectionist room and the dude is like sweating. It's really hot in there. And he looks over and the AC is not working. So um, he calls the his the guy and he's like, the AC is not working. There must be something blocking it. So he opens up the vent and looks inside. He pokes his head inside and then we hear the slimy gurgling. <laughs> and uh, and the then it shoots up it shoots and like just like hits his head and he, i think it sucks him in yeah um and then uh what happens so the blob starts making its way to the movie theater but oh, then we cut no, out no. to we, the wrangling up no we we forgot so the dude is yo-yoing because he's bored the projectionist and then um like we see him get sucked in and then his boss comes up and he opens the door and he's like, what, like he says his name or whatever. And then the yo-yo drops from the ceiling and you look up and the dude is like, oh yeah, like hanging, like stuck on cocooned. the ceiling <laughs> um, inside this blob. Uh, and it, it's great. It's a great effect. Um, also, <laughs> right when the yo-yoing thing happens, uh, the audience in the movie theater screams and there's this cool shot of all the audience <laughs> yeah. like looking out and screaming. Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty funny. I, I love when they do the like edits to mm-hmm. match the movie theater. Um, that's a fun thing. Uh, so we we cut to uh, uh, Flag and Meg and they're in the woods. They're looking for... Um, the cop i guess because the the deputy went out to look for for paul in the woods or something Mm -hmm. um so they're looking for the cop and then there's this bright light and it's a helicopter and there's a bunch of guys in these like biohazard suits um and they're like oh we're from the government we're like the containment unit or whatever um so the guy is like uh it's a uh, it's a meteorite. So he, he talks about how basically like the the dinosaurs were killed by a meteor, and it was probably because the meteor brought germs that would kill it. So we're here to contain 
the germs from this meteorite and the dude's like okay if this is a germ then it's the biggest germ you've ever seen or something um but yeah so they're like okay uh arborville is under quarantine so get in this van and then we'll take you back um and (laughs) of course flag doesn't respect authority so he's like no i'm not gonna do it but then they force him to they force him to but then they while they're driving he like opens a van and like he has out he jumps out he has a little conversation with meg meg thinks he's like a coward for jumping out yeah but yeah he he escapes um so the blob is now attacking the movie theater um and and meg finds out it like yeah no, meg finds out that her brother's at the movie theater and they're about to go into quarantine and she's like no i gotta go and she runs over to the movie theater so she's like on her way over there right and meanwhile flag is like back at um the base um trying to get his motorcycle or whatever and he overhears the doctor saying like we made the blob like it's becoming a yeah. hunting predator who can like track down anything it's like a thousand times its original size right they lift up the the meteor out of the crate and then it like you see it and it's actually a, a spacecraft yeah. with american flags on the side and they basically explain that it was a satellite they they sent out into space to do some tests on uh, some germs mm-hmm. But then being in space accelerated its growth. So now it's a big monster, blob monster. And so now they want to use it for warfare against the Russians. <laughs> oh, right. There it is. That classic <laughs> 80s anti-communist propaganda. The guy is like, now the U.S. defense is, will be years ahead of the Russians. Yeah. Kind of. I love like explicitly. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This isn't the movie itself, I think, is like leading in the other direction. that like the anti-communist. Um like space race or whatever yeah. was like a bad thing on yeah, our end. Yeah. So I think it's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's just fun to whatever you remember about the Cold War and how prevalent it was in right. media. <laughs> and like the guy the ma- the guy in charge is like his name is like Dr. Meadows or something like that. He um he's basically talking about how this this whole town is collateral yeah. like they're all expendable. He doesn't respect them as human beings basically. Yeah, like basically the war effort is more important is worth losing the lives of this entire town. Go ahead. This is really unrelated but my favorite fun fact is um you can tell if a globe is like from a certain era based on if it says russia or ussr yeah oh yeah i love like pointing that out that's my favorite thing if i'm like with someone like we see an old globe and i'm like hey this was made like between these years yeah that is cool it's really sick actually and i love when like globes look old like they're made to look old but they all say rush on and i'm like that's fake Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. Go out. It's actually really cool to go out to like old antique stores or thrift stores and, and see one. like USSR globes. Right. They're pretty sick. Yeah. Um. Oh, but right before this, uh, Meg and her brothers they're running away from the blob, um, and they decide to hide in the sewers. They yeah. go under the manhole. Oh. Well, because they get cornered and they yeah. can't get out and so they go into the manhole, into the sewers. And then the blob... Where the like, blob is going to thrive. Falls oh through... Yeah. It's Another It's Sunny clip. We could do them in the sewer when they're <laughs> trying to go see Thunder Gun. <laughs> yep. That is so good. The blob squeezes through the little hole in the manhole. 
Um, and then it, well, they run away. Um, and then it like starts chasing them. But at this point, the, um, the army base gets the message that the blobs in the sewers. So they're like, um, okay. The, there's also three humans there. Um, they're expendable. Um, but keep the thing alive. Get me like a map of the sewers or something. So, uh, so flag, uh, runs away and they notice him, but like he gets on his motorcycle and and like dr- rides away and makes the jump that he like failed at in the in the beginning. And so they can't catch him. They can't catch him because they can't do the freaking jump. So back to the sewers. The the kids are being chased by the blob, and then the uh, government people show up in their biohazard suits and start shooting at the blob. But then they're like, no, the boss said not to shoot. And the blob goes and attacks them. <laughs> so, um, uh, well, Meg and her brother get to escape. But Yellow Jacket Kid gets killed. Yellow Shirt Kid. I'm just like, okay, listen. I don't like seeing kids die in a horror movie. Yeah. But that kid had it coming. <laughs> he is everything wrong with a little like jackass little kid. So when he died, I was like, hmm, yeah, okay. he he well he gets sucked down under by the blob, and yeah. then like Meg comes up, and then he like pops up, and he's like a zombie. In he's the blob, moving like a zombie. It's, it's so creepy. gross. It's cool. Yeah, I was yeah. They didn't just kill that kid. They showed us that kid dying. <laughs> yeah. Um, your first kids uh <laughs> said uh fuck them kids yep fuck them yeah. kids so then they crawl up the ladder enough to get um the the brother out but then she's is is like hanging run. on and she can't pull up yeah and so she yells at him to like make a run for town hall and then right on time some people yeah. come in and start shooting the blob right and then the blob starts killing them and so while it's distracted, she drops down and tries to find another way out that's easier and chooses to climb up a oh my God. Slo- a steep slope so that yeah. has water flowing down it. So, right. you know, it's like a drainage thing. And it's probably just as hard to go up. But then right when the blob's about to get her, because it notices her again, uh what's his name? Flag, Flag shows up in, on his motorcycle and saves her. Um, and then they like run around in the sewers uh, uh, until they run into one of the government guys, and he's like freaking out because his, his uh, like his uh, the other guys with him uh, got eaten by the the blob. Um, so he has what is the gun that he has? It's not, it's like a grenade launcher <laughs> or something. Bazooka. Yeah, a bazooka. It's, it's something very powerful. Yeah, um so they they go with him and they like they hear the the wet gurgling behind them so they run and eventually they find a manhole um and the government people are are up in the manhole uh at the top like around the manhole and um so flags like we're coming up but the big like guy in charge notices him and he's like close the manhole and then they close it and then and some of the but, army guys are like, I don't know about this, but they do it anyways. Yeah, he's like, we got to contain it. Um, so they close it and then they drive a truck on top of it. So uh, Flag can't like open it from underneath. So what Flag does is he uses the bazooka to shoot 
the manhole cover so it explodes the truck so they can escape. And Which is get, like so smart. He makes sure to get on the intercom and basically be like, hey, suck it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he does it. Um, so he grabs a gun uh, in the commotion and like there's this huge standoff where like the cop comes in and starts like uh, aiming at him and is like flag put down the gun and then all the army guys like pull up their guns and then uh the the guy in charge is like shoot, shoot, shoot him. him shoot him and then the cop's like hey cop's wait, like, wait hey, a minute wait a don't do that <laughs> don't do that um so the cop's like okay everyone chill um, but then flags like it's all fake they did it you think every meteorite has a team coming after it no so all like, of oh, shit this kid's making points yep all of the townspeople become woke and then the the guy in charge grabs the gun and starts to shoot at uh what's his name but the blob comes out and eats him and it grabs it explodes um it, yeah well no, it, it it just comes out and grabs. Oh, it just him, grabs the one guy, in. yeah. Yeah, and so everyone believes Flag now. So they like the army guys start shooting down the manhole <laughs> um, at the at the thing, and they like throw a bomb down there. And they're very much like, "Yes, problem solved. We <laughs> yeah, did it we with did it. guns. We fucking blew it up." <laughs> um, and and like the the guys like um, eat that or something. Um, I wrote down what he said. Yeah, he says, chew on that slime ball. And then we hear some rumbling and the whole town starts shaking. And then Flag's like, you didn't kill it. You just made it mad. And then it freaking shoots. It, it, it shoots out of the manhole cover. And it's ginormous. Yeah, and it like falls down and it starts like like moving towards the crowd. And everyone runs away. There's all this chaos. Um, um, and then... The reverend is being weird. He's like, "Oh, this is the end. This yeah. is uh, this was." And prophesied. he definitely gets like hurt. He gets like injured on the side yeah, of his face. Good. Oh, but like some at some point, um, he's grabbed these little like sparkling crystal things. Yeah. That he's found on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And you can um, see that he's holding them, and that's before he gets like right. Because like when they're running away, what's her name? Meg grabs a fire extinguisher and starts yeah. like shooting the fire extinguisher at the blob and so like some of it yeah. freezes and falls down um and so the reverend picks those up and then he like i guess he gets burned also or something yeah something happens to him he gets injured anyways yeah. but it's like an acid thing right yeah like the acid from the blob yeah him. right so he he run or everyone's running towards town hall and they're like boarding up all the windows and doors and stuff except for um flag runs in a different direction and then he gets this snow machine truck with liquid nitrogen in it yeah um and uh so at this point everyone's grabbing fire extinguishers and like attacking the blob and freezing it so it 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 like goes away from the um town hall Genius teamwork. Also, a cop gets pulled through a bookshelf, like split. Oh my god! Classic gag. Yeah, that was cool. Um, But uh, Flag shows up with this a snow truck, and then he starts shooting snow at um at the blob. Is that working a a little bit, but not really, because the blob is huge. Yeah. Um. So 
so the it just makes the blob mad and yeah. then it starts coming after him and then it like flips his truck uh and starts covering the truck um but the liquid nitrogen tanks like fly off um so meg notices so she runs out and like grabs a bomb off of one of the dead guys yeah um and puts it on the liquid nitrogen tank and then starts shooting at the blob to get its attention and the blob comes over and then she sets the bomb and then jumps off and then it immediately slams <laughs> against the side slams of it. Slams against the side of and the And I tank. know that it's supposed to be like a moment of like, oh my God, but it is so funny to watch her just swing down and <laughs> smack against that tank. Yeah. So she gets stuck and she can't get off. Her foot got stuck. So when just she tried as to she's jump. saved Flag, Flag has enough time now to get out of the truck. And run over and save her. Yeah, and, and the so blob they get off. covers the liquid nitrogen tank, and then it ex- the tank explodes. The bomb goes off, and, and the blob turns into a bunch of crystals. Yep, it's and all frozen. Apparently, what happens when liquid nitrogen tanks explode is that it makes the whole town snow (laughs) yeah and so you got all those crystals and a snowy town and so then you have like that classic like 80s feel good ending to the plot of like yes we are all here together we forgot to mention when it's snowing, they start playing the music from Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> when Winona Ryder's like spinning around in the ice. Yeah. Um, Sorry, but like very much that. Yeah, it's a similar vibe. Yeah. And but then. Have, oh, go ahead, Sam. Were you? No, I was just. Whatever. They have that like campy like one liner at the end when the guy who said this uh, next winter is going to be different. He says, see, I told you it was going to snow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so nice. And then we get a little epilogue scene where the reverend is preaching in the tent in like a random tent in like the desert or something. It's one of those like real concerning (laughs) church vibes where it's like, I don't like that. If you've watched enough Supernatural, you know. Yeah, you know. It's one of those ones where they like miracle people. So he's like preaching and stuff and then he finishes his sermon and goes to the back. And because he's talking about how the end is near. Um, <laughs> he's talking about how the end is near. And so they start singing and he goes to the back and one of his people comes back there and she's like, oh, when's it? When's it coming? Like the end, the end of times. And he's like, oh, very soon. And we see that that one of those crystals he picks up is like alive now. And it's a little piece of blob. Yeah, he has a little little piece of blob in a jar and he says like the lord will tell me soon so we are made to expect that he's going to kill people he's gonna release the blob and begin the end of times so is there a blob too i don't think so i didn't see anything they really set up the potential for a second one and didn't i don't think this one did well so yeah the blob pretty good movie yeah, I, I had the effects a, are so good. I had a good time, and my favorite part about it was definitely like watching the blob do Kill the blob people. stuff. Yeah, all the deaths were like really, really well done. They were super fun, and like I do think that like I wouldn't put it as like a god tier film, but I definitely like really, really liked it. Yeah, it was a it's lot enjoyable. Of fun. And like I think that the the characters were fun and like well made. I think the script was a little lame, but um I think like in terms of like 
picking characters that you want to kill in a movie and stuff. They had fun with it. Yeah. I mean, there were some good, like, the the scene, buying the condom scene was pretty funny. Yeah. And there were some other, like, funny moments. Yeah. I thought it was good. But, um, overall, the really big selling point here is, like, these were some of, like, the best kills in a movie I've ever seen. They're so good and yeah. so gross. Yeah, really did, um, use that money, <laughs> the $9 million for the effects. Yes. Wait, everyone would say, like, what's your favorite blob, like, scene? Ooh, I would probably say either the jock dying at the hospital or um, the one where the projectionist is hanging upside down. I was actually going to say those two exact yes. ones as, as well. I like um, the jock getting murdered in the car. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, there's not a bad one, honestly. No. I love the strobe light when the blobs in the Oh, movie. yeah, that's really cool. cool that yeah. It's like, really great, like, strobe light. Right. Um, so it's, like, super, like, scary and creepy. And, like, the way the, like, lights the blob is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then I also like the phone booth kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good, yeah, too. Yeah, that was really cool. The kitchen, the kitchen one was also great. They are so bonkers, but all believable within the context of what's going on in this movie. You're like, yeah, that that could happen. Yeah, and they're so good. None of them, like, it's one of those things. Like sometimes when I do like movie kills, and like one of them's like off screen, it's like I don't know. Yeah. But for this one, like even the um, sheriff who we didn't see actually get like blob reveal is still so cool. Yeah, it's very effective. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. It's it's a very it's a much much higher quality than I expected. Oh, absolutely. Um, should we do segments? Yeah. What's yeah. the first one we do? What would you do? What would you do? What would you do if you're I think I could survive this. I actually have my moment where I wouldn't survive. Oh, this. Right. do tell. I would be at the movie theater, obviously. I think I'd survive the movie. But let's say I'm with the camp that goes in the sewer. That's it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, w- you, I wouldn't go in the sewer. No. I wouldn't, yeah. By circumstance that I have to go in, which is just sickening to me, I'd rather get blobbed. Um, yeah. I couldn't climb up that. Nope. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. So that was the moment where I was like, yeah, I couldn't get out of that one. Yep. And that's okay. I agree with you on that. I think that I probably would have just not gone through the exit that didn't make sense to go through in the first place. <laughs> like, they went through the, the, like, everyone's going out the front, and you can still go out the front. Yeah. And they go out the side exit. I would have gone out the front. But, um, I think that, I think I could see myself surviving. Because this thing doesn't move particularly fast. You just can't get cornered. Like, you can outrun it for a while as long as you can keep going. You know yeah. what I mean? But once you get cornered, you're kind of screwed in this. Um, so I think I could probably get far enough um, to be part of the gang that doesn't get, like, gets to make it to the town hall. I think mm-hmm. I could do that. The other part of it, and I was thinking, like, like realistically, I would have um, done what Meg did and, like, gone to the town hall where all, like, the people wearing the suits are telling me to go. Yeah, me too. Um, implicitly, I would trust people wearing the hazmat suits to direct me in the case of because they frame it as a quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, like, implicitly, I would trust that. So if I was in that situation, I would have just camped out and been okay. Yeah. yeah. But their plan, if, like, uh, Flag didn't stop it, 
was going to be the I think let those people all die, was it not? Yeah, like they were they would have let everyone die. die. So like but, I also if I would have just done that and not known the secrets, I would have also died in that situation. Yeah. But if I knew the secrets, you best you bet your sweet ass I'd be trying to expose that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I would also probably die. There's too many it, it would be too easy for me to die in this movie. Um what's our next segment? The, uh, the awards. The awards. Oh, so what, what are we getting at? Uh, I'm, I'm, this is a Jared for me. I'm I like this movie Jared. enough to make, give it a Jared. Should we explain what these are again? Yeah. yeah. We should do it every so often. Um, we get out acting awards on this podcast. Um, there are a few different ones. There's the first one, a Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting. Um, that's an award we give an actor in a movie we think is good. Yeah. Um, there's the Jensen accolade for you tried your best in a shitty movie. Um, yeah. The movie's hot garbage, but you still want to recognize an actor's effort. And then there's the Mishioka award. Um, <laughs> kind of middle of the road movie, not bad, but not good either. Um, and you just want you want to still again recognize an actor for showing up to get the check. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we all agreed to give this one to Jared, which means we all think it's a good movie. Yeah. Um. Oh, I haven't thought about who actually. Oh, we didn't mention the Reverend is played by Del Close. Oh my god. AKA yeah. the guy who invented improv. <laughs> Jeez, that's really cool. Yeah, so all these UCB improv people have been taught based on like methods that Del Close created or developed, I guess. I thought he was really good. Yeah, he was good. Um, um I gotta say, I think I'm gonna give it to um, Meg. Meg, yeah. Yeah, I'll give it to Meg. I liked her. Hmm. Shawnee Smith. The the farmer's dad was funny. Yeah. Because he kept getting mad. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it to Meg too. She was good. And like, no offense to the guy who played Flag, not the best actor. Nope, that's why he's yeah. in Entourage, I oh think. My God. It was funny. I mean, I had fun watching his performance. He was fine, yeah. It, and it was also just, I feel like, maybe not him, but like the dialogue. The right. Character. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was very stereotypical. So I can't fault like, his acting too much, but like, it was. This movie's a bit cheesy in terms of dialogue. Like, yeah. a lot of the reviews I was saying, like, reading through, was like, yeah, I had a hard time with like the cheesiness and the dialogue, but the kills were really. Like, mm-hmm. I love the parts about the blob, but I didn't really care for all those, like, talking moments that were kind of weird. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Uh, so, villain, villain ranking. ranking. Who's the real villain, though? The U.S. government. <laughs> You're right. Okay, but I'm going to say the blob. I guess. Because we did kind of change it to villain slash monster ranking. Yeah. I got the blob sitting at a cool number seven. Um, It's sick as hell. But it didn't beat out a lot of the vampires that I had put up on here. Yeah. So my top three as it stands are Akasha from Queen of the Dam, um, The Thing from The Thing, and Brundlefly from The Fly. Um, the other three coming in are Jerry from the original Fright Night, um, and then both Draculas. And then Jerry from the Fright Night remake is right below the blob. Nice. I put it at number nine, right under the Brundlefly. Um... I think that I have a good potential of, like, defeating this thing, and also, I don't want to sleep with it, so, like, 
that always brings because there's so many vampires on this it's hard to beat out the vampires few things have like the thing is my number three because it's just i think the thing is way cooler of a concept of a monster this one's just kind of mindless and like just attacking yeah 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 it's very zombie like in the sense of it's just going for it like there's nothing about so like i like it a lot it it made for a great because like i was thinking about it because i was like this is going into this movie i was like this is a really silly concept for like a problem to have in a horror movie but watching it i was like i'd be fucking terrified if that was happening so yeah it's number nine uh i'm giving it i'm putting it number four uh which is under the thing akasha then jerry dandridge from the original fright night yeah and then number five, it, right below the blob, is Jerry from the remake, right <laughs> nice. Um nice. But yeah, I really liked it. I loved the, the kills that it did. Like, the way it's so terrifying. Also, it would, like, suck to die. Yeah. It, to get killed by this. It, like, looked, you would just it get, looked painful. Yeah, you would just get melted by acid. It, it's awful. But yeah, great, great, uh, great little monster there. <laughs> Um, so, what are we rating it out of? Blobs. <laughs> Jackets. Motorcycle jumps. Um, Crystals. Hazmat suits. Hazmat. Government conspiracies. Ribbed condoms. Okay. Oh my yes. god, okay. <laughs> Ribbed. Ribbed. Um, okay, so out of ten, how many... Um, I'm gonna stick this with a cool eight. Nice. It's a good movie. It's like pretty solid. I don't think it's any higher than an eight though. Yeah. Um, kills are really fucking cool. Like, I I kind of want to watch the original. Yeah, yeah. it's easier. How it compares, but um, kills are cool. I also want to give it an eight. It definitely. For comparing it to the other ones in the um series we've done, like those are like top tier, and like this one's definitely not up there, but. It's so good. It's really, really yeah. good. It's, like, definitely a solid eight. I think, like, the script could use some doctoring, but, like, the effects and the kills are just so amazing. Like, that's what this movie's all about, and I would love to watch it again. Yeah, I'm also giving it an eight. Nice. Um, I think, like, if it... I still would probably like it if the effects weren't as good. Mm-hmm. If they were still, like, like I mean, passable. Yeah. Um, I would still like it, but but really the effects in this are super creepy and like really do um, make it better. Uh, but yeah, it, it is an eight. It's like a, a good movie. Yeah. Um, that I'd recommend, but it's not amazing. Um, so recommendations. I have a bunch. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll go. Um. Okay, so let's see here. Molly, at the okay, so at the very beginning of this movie, I mentioned, and I mentioned it already in the podcast, but, like, the original blob is the trailer that's playing at the drive-in in Greece, and Molly said I should wreck Greece, and I actually do want to because the beginning of this movie had Greece vibes to it. Like, it was just, like, silly in the same way that, like, the T-Birds talk to each other and Greece is kind of how the football players talk and interact with people. Yeah. Um, so, like, there was, like, a little bit of a similarity there, but also because the original trailer is what plays. Um, let's see. Uh, I wanted to write Gremlins because this movie had, like, a similar kind of art and, like, ending feeling to me. Like, the ending yeah. of Gremlins, there's, like, a snowy, Christmassy time and, like, right. the ending of this one, but also just the sense of, like, there's two teens that are, like, oh, my God, this town's falling apart and, like, 
the town falls apart, you yeah. know, because of this thing. Um, I wanted to recommend uh, The Crazies. Yeah, I was going to recommend also that, too. Yeah, because it was mostly the government hazmat suit. And also, I was, like, with my family today, and we were talking about movies, and um, The Crazies came up, and all three of us, because we were talking about how the first time we all watched it was together, like, when it first came out. And we were all like, that's a good movie. Like, we all, like, agreed <laughs> with each other. Like, yes, we all like that movie, which I know yeah. y'all, y'all have different opinions, but my family loves The Crazies. Um... And then, let's see here. I wanted to recommend Little Shop of Horrors because there was a, the moment in the sewer where the blob, like, opens up and has, like, a mouth. It looked like Audrey, too. It look, it was, like, a very Feed Me Seymour moment. And I was just like, yeah, this is kind of like that plant in Little Shop of Horrors. So that, and then um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers was another one just because, like, a thing yeah. from outer space and, like, there was that whole communist the air cold war stuff so that was all i had um did you i had a couple um uh i was gonna recommend uh killer clowns from outer space oh my god which is also like it has a similar vibe of just a bunch of random things happening in town yeah and like uh, there's a bunch of different people getting attacked yeah uh and there's also like the cops doing being useless um so that also uh i i'd also recommend um the mist which is also direct which is directed by frank darabont um and it's about uh basically this mist rolls in (laughs) um into a town and there's weird monsters in the mist um and so like it's set in this grocery store like this the main character, uh, I forget who the actor is, but uh, he, I think it's Thomas Jane, maybe? I don't know. Um, but he, like, goes to the, the grocery store in the morning, um, and there's a bunch of people there, and they all, like, stay, get stuck in the grocery store because the mist rolls in, and, like, these army people show up and are, like, really weird about it. And so, like, it's, there's kind of a weird government, like, mystery kind of thing. Um, and also there's, like, a weird religious thing, because there's, like, some of the people in the church are really religious, and, like, they basically start a cult within the church. Oh, wow. Or within the, within the (laughs) grocery store. There's a lot of Um, famous people in that movie. It's, it's a really good movie, and the ending is very depressing. Um, but it's, it's good. Uh, The Mist. Um, I don't, I can't remember if I had another one, but did you have any? Yeah, I have a few. Um, the Doctor Who Silence in the Library episode. Yeah. It's like for, I don't know, just for kids. Um, yeah. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. But, um, not at all, like really, but just a little bit. Also, yeah. Return of the Living Dead is a perfect movie, and everyone can watch it all the time. Absolutely. Right. And then, um, the Naked for You Haunted House episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how it it's is. It's still I like a good movie. movie. Like the ending isn't the good part about it to it's me. A, it's a Stephen like, King story. Yeah, it is. It's based on a short story, a Stephen King short story. Interesting. Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, is there anything else before we end? I got nothing. I've had a lot of fun doing this. I feel like. Yeah. 
the great movies we've done recently are like similar, but they're all very different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is very much like reminiscent of kind of like a slasher where the like high school kids have to like confront the big monster. Yeah. Right. Um, and they're kind of up against more than they can chew, but the government element makes it like compelling. Yeah, yeah. The fly, you know, man bested by his own creation as it like tears him apart. Right. Very cool. Very like a pretty serious inside. A little bit of a modern Prometheus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, get the fuck out. Get out of your own house. <laughs> I'm done talking. Shut up. Okay. The thing again, like just guys being dudes, but like yeah. a more serious tone on a research base. Also, like an alien kind of organism that yeah. is absorbing people yeah. in very weird ways. All of these, like, good use of like aliens and tech and um, yeah and great effects for all three yep the effects i think you can kind of lump them all in one category yeah they're like cool gross disgusting body horror based effects yeah if you look at them individually each one does it so like differently and it creates for sure. a different sensation of horror for each movie it really yeah, does yeah 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 <laughs> great <laughs> great uh month yeah and we fell ass backwards into this because we didn't even like fully have the theme like the quote theme when we were talking we were just kind of like oh the blob would be fun because it's yeah. like the thing and then we realized afterwards that oh yeah these are all kind of similar in these They're ways all remakes yeah <laughs> so um but yeah it was it was a fun time it was a good accidental theme and these are just all three of these movies are just kind of movies that are definitely made, like, we're the target audience for them. Yeah. Know? Like, hands down, we are the target audience, so it wasn't hard to enjoy them. Right. So, uh, you can follow me at not a credit card on everything. You can get me at Save Our Shaggy, that's a Scooby-Doo reference, on everything. You can get me at Midsummer Queen on Twitter. And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, tipsyterrorpod at gmail.com if you want to email us. TipsyTerror.com, TipsyTerror.rap, TipsyTerror.wtf, and TipsyTerror.pub. And th- those just list all of our links. Um, and that's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.